Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome back to Sofa Cinema Club. I am Colson Smith and as always I'm joined by Jack P. Shepard, Ben Hammond. The Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together to educate each other on film. Now it is all about the films we should have seen, but we haven't. Each week we set a film for the others to watch, then we come into the studio and we talk about what we loved, hated and rated about the film. Now the beauty of our film club is that anyone can join in. All you have to do is watch along with the film at home and then join us every Thursday to find out what we thought of the film. This week's film has been chosen by you guys at home, the audience, and you have chosen the classic that is Jurassic Park. But before we get into talking all things Jurassic Park, how's your week been? What have you been up to? Straight off the bat, Mm. big news. Big Sofa Cinema Club news. Massive news. Huge. Sunday... What did we do, boys? <laughs> do you know whenever you say big news? And me and Ben go, massive, huge. You can hear the irony in our voice that they're saying it isn't massive, but it isn't sh- huge. You give it the full, <laughs> you give it the full meteors crashed into earth. Big news, big news. <laughs> and we give it the first live show. First live show. Halton Park's happenings. It was an experience, wasn't it? Good tent. Very, <laughs> yeah, wasn't were, it strong tent? Yeah. Big tent, yeah. big tent. It was a circus tent, yeah. yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, hay bales, proper yeah. do. Speaking of circus tent, we found out something very interesting about Ben, didn't we, Jack? Yeah, we did. Well, he says backstage <laughs> while we're killing time, yeah. waiting to go on. <laughs> you could give it some context here. With the audience were watching us, weren't they? They were a bit spread out. Yeah, and I said when the film they were watching Downton Abbey, and we were going on after Downton Abbey. Yeah, and then what did I say? You said if there's a lull and we we don't have anything to talk about or anything to do, you said you'll juggle <laughs> because you used to be a clown. <laughs> so tell us, Ben, about your days as a clown. I was. I used to do festivals like that, but it was a bit more. Arty than like making like a giraffe out of a balloon. <laughs> it was like a show with these other clowns, but I worked with like creepy proper clowns that are trained in Paris. Cla- trained in clowning? Yeah. Proper trained in clowning. You you tra- I did it for you, two years. You could- <laughs> <laughs> so imagine Nick Tilsley driving a car that falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> in the beast show, throwing pies in people's faces. So let me get this right. In France, you can go to. No, there's a proper, school. like. Uh, clown a, school. Yeah. Golier. Clown a, a car. Yeah, there's a proper thing. It's a different thing than you'd see in a big top. So you'd, you'd say it was almost like. Chaplinesque. You're learning a different form of what acting. Was your speciality <laughs> the pie, the juggle, squirty flower, no, Squirt, squirty, squirty flower, <laughs> squirty flower. Always a winner. Straight into the audience. The juggle, the fire juggle, the fire. No, <laughs> can you imagine? But we used to do things like that. But you know how we did it in mm. the tent, and everyone came in, and everyone. Sometimes you were doing it, and it was just like. 
one person, one yeah. kid there just sat there. Yeah. Going, what, what and you've still got to give it the full massive... Got to give it the full beans, but they're waiting for balloon animal. Yeah. And you're, no, no, it's not like this. I trade in Paris to do this. <laughs> no, no, I want balloon animal, please. Balloon animal. So let's talk a little bit about our Sunday Holton Park happenings. Um, first ever live Sofa Cinema Club. The first of many, hopefully. Um, so it all started off. It start, our, our call time was 3pm. It wasn't actually. It was quarter to 3 what time did you get there, Jack? I got there at about... But we knew half, Jack was going to be later. Half four, quarter past four-ish. What time did you get there, Ben? Ten past three. So I <laughs> had to take to the stage... Yeah, but hold on, on hold on. You're going to give it some... Not like, oh, you were late. What time did I set off from home? Still? Quarter past ten. Ta- so five us- hours Ooh. later, I arrive at the big top... With my clown's outfit on, my car had fallen <laughs> apart, and my squirty flower. A car, car had fallen apart. You had a bit of a dramatic <laughs> journey, did, didn't you? I had one of those ones where the tyre goes down on your car. You have to keep blowing it up at every service uh, station. Keep it going. And every time you're blowing it up, someone goes past and goes, Hey, you are right there, Nick? No flat tyre. No. But every single time I stopped at the services to blow it up, Hey, all right, Nick, where you up to? Flat tyre. Flat tyre. So, yeah. producer Henry set me the task. He was like, right, just go, go on stage. You're, You're on. This is your moment. You only need to do it for, like, a couple of minutes. And he went, try and work out if, like, the audience are up for participation sort of thing. So, I've gone on to introduce a film. And I don't think at that point everyone knew that they were watching Doubt and Abbey. And one of the things... <laughs> yeah, we've got to say that. They were watching two hours of yes, Downton. Of Downton Downt- Abbey. Which wasn't picked by us. It was picked by Peel and Halton Park as... It, it has quite a historic value in Halton Park. Halton was, Park, by the way... It was a connection with... The, isn't that the family of Downton Abbey is sort of made it, and written about... about the, the, the family yeah. that used to live at Halton Park. Yes. And they, I think they lost their house in, like, the 1960s because they, they couldn't afford to keep right, running okay. it sort of thing. Um, the thing that surprised me going on stage, and I think the disbelief in Jack and Ben when I told them this, I went... There's actually some people in the audience who know who we are and have actually come just to watch us. It's the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I was expecting, but you know, there there was people who had. There were fans give, of the podcast give, that were there, given up their yeah. Sunday to come and yeah, yeah, no, yeah, watch yeah. us. Gone through two hours Which of Downton nice. just to get the hello, welcome back to the Sofa Cinema Club. Yeah. Fair play though, they joined in. Yeah, they did. We they had did. those special mics, didn't we? No mm. wires, no. but radio. Yeah. So we've got to say, you two on Chesterfield, mm. there was a sofa, yes. me on hay bale. Yeah. That's, how on it, hay bale. that's how it was presented. Yeah. 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 And we kind of had the plan initially of, I said, look, Jack, I think I think you'll be the person to go into the audience. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. <laughs> me, me in the audience. Didn't yeah, I know. But it, it didn't take long until Ben was in there. Ben but, was better at doing that. Ben I'm saw straight. a dog. Yeah. Ben saw, saw a, a dog, dog straight down. Lovely staffy, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Lovely little dog. No, I loved that. I was like the roving reporter. We it met was a- funny. We asked for a synopsis of the film, didn't we? <laughs> and we asked for a show of hands if someone wanted to have the courage to oh, give us a synopsis oh, so bless her this woman at the back went i'll give it a go so i'm out in the audience <laughs> mic in face and i'm going give a synopsis and she's sort of going oh yeah uh, it's about posh people um they're a family they've got a house no clue she hadn't she, had she hadn't no watched clue. the film she hadn't watched it she says i've just walked no, in it's very she yeah. said i just saw the last four minutes yeah, yeah. she put her hand up instantly yeah because she said no one else was having a go. The worst thing about going <laughs> on stage <laughs> on my own. Chance. The worst thing about going on stage on my own before you two got there was I rang Ben on the way and Ben was like, Are you, how far away? I was I'm not bad, I'm not bad. I went, Ben, I'm not in a good way. And he was like, what? And I, went, I went out last night. I didn't get in till 5am. And Ben was like, oh, I'm glad to see you taking it seriously. Hammond so then I was on stage on my own. And I'm sure producer Henry's got clips of it, but I was stood there and there was a moment where it hit me when I was stood on stage when I was like, oh. The, the, the sweats. <laughs> I was. It was that bit where I felt like I was rocking backward and forward a little but bit. But remarkably, I think it went pretty well. Yeah, I think, I think it went so. well. They seemed to enjoy it. They did. We enjoyed we it. We did a version of the... A shorter version of yeah. the podcast. Yeah, just Talking like about Downton, yeah. didn't yeah. we? We pulled them in, because obviously, from my clowning experience... It was very good. Good move you. from bring Ben there. I said, let's bring the audience in. We made it more close, intimate. To the because it was, it was a spread out crowd of probably... 
thousand, thousand, <laughs> a thousand, thousand, two to three thousand. I was oh. telling my daughter actually. She said, "What was the um, what was the live show like?" Glastonbury, <clears throat> and I went. Uh, it was good, <laughs> telling her and everything. Said they all seemed to like it and blah blah blah. And she said, "Is the podcast going well?" She's thirteen, by the way. And I, I said, "Yeah, yeah, it's um, it seems to be going well." And she went, "That's really good, that dad." And it's nice that you're actually good at two things now. Acting and podcasting. Yeah. But not, so, not, as a not, not, not anything else. Father. Well, I, I think <laughs> it's just for 13 years, I've only ever been good at one thing. And now you've got and two. And now I've got two. Audience in, participation. In, in my daughter's <laughs> eyes, I've got two well things done, now. Well done, Dad. You've at. got two. Yeah. <laughs> Did got you not two. turn around and go, it's not really me, it's Colson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But thanks for everyone for coming. Yeah. Wasn't it Thank great? Yeah. It was great to do it. Um, I think we did very well. Thanks for everyone for coming. Yeah. We really appreciate that. Maybe, hopefully, we'll be able to do... Well, I'd be able to double up, wouldn't I? I'd be able to do a clown show. (laughs) (laughs) I think next time we do one, it'll be like a theatre or a cinema. Proper thing. Something like that. Big thing. We have got plans. Um, Audio Always, our production company, are busy working away on our first live show off our own back, aren't yeah. they? So th- and let there us is- know if you if you want to see that. Yeah. If you want to see us in the flesh. We we, we want to do it, um, and we, we, we're, we're excited for that, aren't mm. we? It's kind of been something that we've been working on for the entire year. Yeah. Um, and the good news is we've we found the venue, haven't we? We've found the venue that we want, so we can tease at that, that we, we, we're getting there. Yeah, exactly, perfect. So, yeah, like Ben said, thank you to everyone who came out. It was really great to, just at the end, meet some, like, fans of the podcast yeah, and yeah. hear what people had to say. And it was interesting because one of the people who we met, Ian, who is actually our head of catering from Patreon, he is. is the person who is giving us our synopsis this week. And you had a little bit of a conversation with Ian, didn't I you? I did. Ian messaged me on the old IG and he went, absolute fair play and hats off to you. I've attempted to do the synopsis for Jurassic Park and it's took him an hour and a half. He said he thought it'd be a walk in the park mm. and it not isn't, easy, it's, it's not, not an easy, easy gig. Not easy. You turn easy. up and think, well, yeah, I just talk about it. And then as soon as you get in there, you think, wow, where's my head going with this? So he's laid it up now. He's this is an hour, an hour and a half's half. work. This took him. Better be good. Jurassic Park is a story 65 million years in the making. Taken from the Michael Crichton novel, Steven Spielberg turns this story into the summer blockbuster of the 90s. Our story starts with an eccentric billionaire who wants to make the ultimate tourist attraction to impress the world. Using DNA from mosquitoes, he manages to bring dinosaurs back to life. But the park needs accreditation, so he invites a team of paleontologists to the island, as well as chaos theorist Ian Malcolm. But... One of the park's employees is planning on stealing the dino DNA and covers his tracks by unleashing some of the park's most terrifying attractions. Jurassic Park is one of the biggest films of the 90s, turning over $914 billion and becoming the highest grossing film of all time up until 1997's Titanic. So let's hear what the boys have to say about the classic Jurassic Park. <laughs> it made a trillion pounds. <laughs> no, it made more than cinema combined forever. That was 914 billion. Jurassic Park is one of the biggest films of the 90s, turning over $914 billion. 914 billion. <laughs> more than the national debt of bloody America. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! An hour and a half in. That took him an hour and a half. That took him an hour and a half. What do we <clears> think? <throat> I think we've got to be ruthless. Uh, do you know one thing I did like? What I like Dino DNA. Yeah, very I, good. You can tell he's like put some work into unleashing. It. Good unleashing. work. Yeah, sixty-five million years into the making. That was good. good. I like that. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, mm. which was the paper turn. There was a yeah. There was, one of, there, there was one of the no there radio the there was term. it there was a paper turn there yeah. was a which paper but the audience term. need to bear in mind we literally do it two seconds before we have to do the yeah. synopsis yes. yeah I think he did very well it was I all think in that's there good. so movies figures were a bit off 
Surely, surely you said billion just for the sake of us. Oh, no, funny. it's brilliant. Nine hundred fourteen billion. It costs four pounds to make and grows nine hundred and fourteen billion. No, good, fair play. Ian. The other thing Ian's told us is that Jurassic Park is in his top three films wow. of all time. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. But he also really likes Hot Fuzz. Yes. Ah, okay. he, he says <clears throat> okay, it says yeah. here he wants yeah. to give Jack and Ben some shit for not liking Hot Fuzz. So has well, that, yeah, that changed your opinion? No, no yeah. Ian, it hasn't. It's shite. <laughs> yeah. It's shite. Sorry. Sorry to say it to you, it's your face. Right, so Jurassic Park. Um he, to be fair, when you think about the synopsis, that is good because yeah. it gives us <clears> well. Yeah, he's done well. Gives us plenty to get him yeah, to talk he's done about. Well. Does he say directed by Spielberg? Yeah, did Spiel- he say? I it? think he said Spielberg masterpiece. Yeah, I, think, I, think, I think he okay. did. I think he did. We start off with um, two like archaeologists, don't we? Who are obviously big into dinosaurs, yeah. and they're discovering um, the bones and like yeah. the ruins of <coughs> it's dinosaurs. meeting all. It's meeting yeah. all the top of the cast, yes, really, yes. isn't it? It's finding out... Three different locations. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And you kind of... You don't quite know what it's all about, so you see, obviously, them finding a mosquito in a crystal. You see someone finding the skeleton of a dinosaur, mm. and then you see someone putting a dinosaur into a cage and it yeah. it not going very well, in effect. Yeah. And then we meet um, the, the billionaire, yeah. Mr. Hammond, yeah. who is an interesting character straight off, and he lands his helicopter in. Well, it's Dickie Attenborough, isn't Dickie it? Dickie Attenborough, big actor. And you probably won't know him, Cos, but big no, actor. No, I didn't know. Huge actor. Okay. David Attenborough's brother. Is he actually? Yeah. yeah. Is he actually? Yeah. yeah. David Attenborough's older brother. Ah. Is he Scottish, English? He's English, English, and he puts on a shit Scottish accent. What is he doing? Why did he choose to go Scottish? I don't know, but he only does it in that first scene, doesn't he? And then he, yeah, and then, he's he's like, then he's like, it. bin, bin, bin. He gets out of the helicopter, and he's a Scottish millionaire. Yeah, yeah. And then later on, where's my grandchildren? Yeah, like, yeah, completely. Posh, posh English. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He starts off obviously thinking, I've got this now, Stephen, don't you worry. I'm going to try and build a character. Yeah, I've got a character. And then after, after a while, he thinks, fuck this, I'm playing Richard Fuck this, I'm going back to myself, I'll be half. <laughs> <laughs> but Sam Neill did the exact same thing. So in the first, like, scene or two, yeah. he's got his new his native New Zealand accent. Yeah. Because yeah. Spielberg went, I want an American, yeah. but really wanted Sam Neill. Yeah. So he said, and he went, well, I don't mind. I can do it in an American. It's not the best. And he went, he went, no, do it in your native tongue. Yeah. Let's do it in your, in your normal yeah. uh, accent, Sam. Yeah. We'll give it a go with that. Yeah. And he went, all right, great. So he does. And he does the opening scene in his uh, New Zealand accent. Yeah. And then after about, you know, a week into filming, Stephen went, can we find like a happy medium? And can you go like a bit of both? And he went, but I've done. And he went, yeah, no one will know. No one will know. <laughs> Look yeah. at Attenborough. Attenborough's been fucking yeah, the film. He's all over the place. All over he started off as Shrek and he finishes. <laughs> he, he finishes off as someone completely different. Shakespeare. Yeah, but he almost gets posher. Yeah, he yeah, does. He does. He yeah, get, he he does. Gets, by the end of it, by the end, see my grandchildren. Yeah, yeah. Like, he like Father Christmas yeah. by the end, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Sam Neill plays the character Grant, doesn't he? Who is like this archaeologist, and he's—is that—that's how you say it? Yeah, well, I, I didn't pick you up on it. How do time. you say it? Archaeologist. Archaeologist. Yeah. Okay, there that's what go. I. When I was you a kid, it. that is one of the things I wanted to be when I was older. Did you? I went on. Me and my boring. dad. Don't you think boring? Me and my dad went Dust on an rocks. experience <laughs> to <Yeah>. boring <laughs> shit. Unless you find something massive. Massive. That, boring. That, there was a place in York called the York Dig. Yes, I, I had I had metal detectors and everything. I used to love what it. Did you find fuck all five p bullets, shields, everything? Oh, bottle bullets tops. and shields, bottle tops. Where were you, bottle tops? Where were you? I actually washing had, machine. I actually, I don't know what you'll think of this. So in my grandparents' garden, I had a museum. Because I used to, mum and dad, obviously, they were smart. You know, having that shite at home. <laughs> so whenever I went to my grandparents, that's where my metal detector and everything lived. And I'd go out on walks with my granddad. Oh, and I'd find stuff. And then it'd go in the museum. Oh, that's nice. A little yeah. old kind of that's coat. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did find a spearhead once. Did you? Did yeah. you? That was, that's good. That was the one thing that my granddad was like, no, that is cool. That's a good one. Yeah. What's happened to cool. that now? Don't actually know what happened to the museum. I'll, I'll ring him Could after be this. worth a bit, you know. Could yeah. be. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you really, you know a lot about this now. That's yes. what we're saying. Yeah, what we've established is I'm good at dusting down So basically, rocks. they do the dusty rocks mm. and then Hammond, our Scottish to English pal, yeah. funds them, doesn't he? Yeah, and he basically bribes them to get them to come to Costa Rica, doesn't he? Yeah, because he, he says if, if you say it's all right, yeah. the government will pass it. Be he right. needs an endorsement, yeah. and because they're the top of their field, he basically says, look, yeah. if you want three more years of playing with your dinosaur bones, yeah. <laughs> come and see me for a weekend in Costa yeah. Rica. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, they do it, it gets them to Costa Rica, and we've got the scene in the helicopter, and what we find is they land on what we think is just an just island. Just a quick in- point. You know in Downton, when they did the big sweeping things over the house, yeah. those shots, but they did a lot of them, didn't they? You notice when Spielberg does them. So it's a Spielberg thing, isn't it? A big sweeping shot, you're behind the helicopter, you have a scene on yes. a helicopter, and then you <clears> hit <throat> the island. Yeah. That's when it really works. Yeah, but it, Ben, you're forgetting you're forgetting one thing. What's that? You've got John Williams' yeah. masterclass of of yeah, that score yeah. and that music at the back of it. Yeah, but he always is revealing something. Yeah, so the shot isn't just a shot for no. a shot state. It's when you go over the island, yeah. and go da da da. Yeah. You're like, oh, here we go. But yeah. then I guess in doubt, and it's almost like obviously it's just a drone shot that is almost like a POV of a bird or whatever. Whereas in Jurassic Park, it goes with the helicopter. So it has something else to kind of take it away That's what I'm saying. His shots have a bit more thought meaning, process. thought, and gone. This is the big reveal. Yeah. This is the island. Basically, what he's saying is, this is the story. This is where we're going to spend the rest of the film. Now, I don't think there's many people that will be comparing Jurassic Park and Downton Abbey. No. But they they land in the helicopter and they get to this island, which we think is just a little island off the coast of Costa Rica, which wasn't Costa Rica. It was Hawaii. In oh, real okay. life, they actually filmed in Hawaii. And while they were filming there, in, I think it was like October, September, in fact it is September, because it was September the 11th, 92, a hurricane hit oh. and completely flattened where they were filming and demolished like all their sets and everything. The cast and the crew, they had to... Evacuate uh, the island. Well, not evacuate, but sort of like go in into like... Inland, yeah, into like different sort of like so almost what happened into, into the, the film. T-Rex. Exactly, <laughs> that is the film. So you know when the storm yeah, comes, yeah. Spielberg went. Well, film let's it. just go and shoot it. Brilliant. We've got a natural storm. Brilliant. Let's go and film the storm, wow. and then the dinosaurs escape in the storm. Perfect. So a lot of those shots uh, of like storm. of all the waves coming up. That's the storm. That's the storm that actually happened. So when they land in this island in Costa Rica, that's not actually Costa Rica, it's actually Hawaii, but let's say it's in Costa Rica for Mm. now, Mm. we notice the scale of where we are and what we are, and we work out that we are in a place called Jurassic Park that has living and breathing dinosaurs. And it's that... It's that first shot, isn't it, when mm. the audience comes sort of face-to-face with Big the dinosaurs. Big effects for that, yeah. that time. <clears throat> Big effects. Well, they basically invented CGI. Yeah. It looks, it does look Jurassic shit Park. for the first three minutes, yeah, but you have to admit. And then yeah, when you get used to it. But at the time when that first... 30 years when, old. When it was course. first released, Coulson, that was like, oh, I'm seeing dinosaurs. We'd yeah. had stop motion before that. Yeah. You know what stop motion is? Yeah. Like Jason and the Argonauts. Where's... Not well, it's a bit of plasticine yeah. that moves frame by frame. Yeah. And you cut. Yeah. We'd so have for that. the time it was. No, no, it was it, huge. It, 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 it just you... takes a little bit of getting used to, and then you don't. You... Well, once they go into the, the velociraptors and whatever, you're getting into more puppets then, aren't you? The T Rex looks very good. Yeah. Mm. But it's very exposed, those first shots. But when it first came out, it was a big thing. Mm. It was like. That painted the world for you, didn't it? And there's obviously the famous line from Hammond of "Welcome to Jurassic Park," isn't there? Welcome Which to Jurassic Park? You like that, don't you? You like the song as well. Uh, yes, John Williams when he first played the music for Jurassic Park to Spielberg, he was listening to the song, which is the uh, the famous theme tune of Jurassic Park yeah. that we all know, and Spielberg actually said. Welcome to Jurassic Park uh, when listening to it. That's why there's sort of like that line that uh, okay. comes out with. So did John Williams write the score before the film was done? Before it was finished, yeah. 
Okay. It would have taken while, a long time yeah, to do was... the CGI as well. Oh, yeah, the CGI. Six yeah. months to film it and about a year and a half to they, do the they, CGI. They filmed it ahead of schedule. It actually finished 12 days ahead of schedule. And then as soon as he finished, told you about this before, he went on to Poland to go and film uh, Schindler's, Schindler's List, List as soon as it finished. Wow. The only reason he did Jurassic Park was to get Schindler's List greenlit. Uh, Universal said they would make it if he did Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park first. Wow. And he said, okay. What, two films? Back to back like that. But he edited Jurassic Park in Poland. One so is- he hired, Spielberg hired, a television uh, station in Poland for $1.5 million a week so that he could have the stuff sent over from Hollywood the visual oh, two stations wow. he hired for the visual then one to send over the audio this is what it's like working in the 90s so they could send the stuff over via satellite he could edit everything and then send everything sort of back and he paid 1.5 million a week to so do that there's no zoom in them no. days there's no we transfer no do you know what i mean there's no whatsapp that's how much it there? cost him he did it wow. all remote. so he'd film schindler's during the day and edit Jurassic Park Jurassic at night. night. He said it, it nearly killed him. Nearly killed what him. And he had, he, he'd find he films. was so drained emotionally yeah. after the day's filming yeah. to then go and have some... Welcome to welcome Jurassic, to Jurassic Park, Park yeah. energy yeah. that he needed at night to edit yeah. that. He said yeah. it, it nearly killed him. Yeah. It was absolutely excruciating yeah. to try and have the focus and the energy yeah, 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 yeah. to come up with wow. editing that sort of film. Wow. It's two polar opposites of films, though, isn't it? Yeah, completely. completely. Like completely different oh, markets. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. The other weird encounter we have is one of the staff of Jurassic Park kind of meets a guy on a beach, doesn't he, and gets a... Yeah. He's the son of Hammond, isn't he? The- he calls him the son. He says... They have that kind of thing where he's got into debt, doesn't he? Oh, uh, really? And he, he says, Dad. Son? Well, that's what he says. Oh, Dad. does he? Yeah. I didn't get that. Well, maybe I've made that up. But he's he just trying said, to get some of the DNA, DNA yeah. off the yes. island yeah. so they can give him to like, he's some, in the black debts. market. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? So he's basically. He he's selling dinosaur DNA. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what he's doing. Basically, so you need a device to it. shut the park down, don't you? Yeah, he shuts the park down to escape, and then that's when they all can escape. Well, so, what he kind of does is he has this master plan of how he's going to sell the DNA, and he he's he's a science geek, isn't he? He's with the, Samuel L. Jackson, geek. who's kind of like the computer geek. Yeah, very good. He's very good. Smoking all the way. Smoking through. all the way. Not really what asked about, about no. anything. The line. Samuel L. Jackson, there is a line where he is smoking and he's speaking and his mouth doesn't move. And how has he done that? So he's, he's got the cigarette in his mouth and he's like, but he's speaking. Oh, I don't know. I, I can't remember kill. that. Um, but it, Those were the days when you could have a bag in your mouth <laughs> and still still speak. And still but People smoked all the time, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. You're just not used to people would you smoking inside. Yeah. That's what you never see on films no. now. Yeah. I mean he's always got a fag always in his mouth. In, in every mouth. shot. Yeah. Even in the scenes with the kids. And obviously yeah. like now, that'd be a completely no smoking yeah. area. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. 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 You'd never have him So the computer geek whiz kid, he sets out on his master plan to sell this DNA and he turns off all the power so that he can get access to the DNA. Well, they're in the cars, aren't they? They've been... They're going to get a ride on Jurassic Park, which is great. So they go in those Jeeps, no driver, and they're on a line, aren't they? Yeah. And they don't see any dinosaurs for ages because obviously they hide because they say... The guy says... Oh, they hunt, they can hunt you, they can smell you, and they can spit poison in your face and whatever. And then when he switches the electric mm. gates off, that's when it all goes to shit. Free for all. They, they can, they're out of the zoo, yeah. they can get anywhere. Um, that's when we sort of come face to face with a T-Rex, pretty much, isn't it? Yeah. In effect, it's Knowsley Safari Park for dinosaurs, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You're in that bit yeah. where... The, where where you've gone, yeah, you, you're driving through and you don't want to lose your car aerial. Would you take your car through the baboons? No, I have <laughs> done before. I have done before. I had a mini. I have done this. I've been to Knowsley At Knowsley yeah. Safari Park. For those that don't know Knowsley Safari Park. It's very, very, very good, by the way. But there's the monkey enclosure <laughs> yeah. that you drive through. But there is a bypass lane. Yeah, there, there is. There is a bypass lane. 
There's a bit that you drive through and you drive through the monkeys and the monkeys are free to come onto your car and do whatever monkeys do to cars. And you're meant to sit there and go, aren't these nice and cute? So one of them, I mean, I made this fucking mistake. One of them is sat on my car. He's sat on the give bonnet. It the home? The home? Oh. No. So he's, he's quite close to the window. Ass in your face. No, what he started to do what he starts to do mm. is he starts touching himself and he gets his <laughs> he gets his old man out right i think he's just taking the piss he's just yeah. having a go and anyway i went well i don't want to see that i try and squirt you know oh. with the, you know with the water right welcome and, to jurassic park and he he's thinks, off right fuck up do, do you know what he does what you know the the the, the, the little bits the, where the water comes yeah. out of yeah. he pulls them off so you're not getting any more water out of your windscreen things. He pulls them off, so the ducks where the water come from are non-existent anymore. And because the wipers have been going, he doesn't like them. He Ooh. rips my wipers off, both of them. Take that. Yeah. I mean, it's a monkey. Yeah, and he's thinking, I do this all day, yeah. son. All day. I can't I believe it. That's a, that's a massive animal encounter I've never told you about. Well... We went through it once with my dad. Back windscreen wiper, snapped yeah. straight off. Like, jumped on it and just ripped it off. Yeah. We went through, and we went through, and I said, obviously, I'm giving it the full beans. Don't fucking make any yeah. big moves. Don't end it broken in the car. Just wave at them or I'm whatever. I'm surprised you didn't bypass yeah. lane. Yeah, I wasn't, wasn't, wasn't in my car. Do the Mamoon is great. Yeah, let's do the Mamoon. I wasn't in my car. But some lads wound them up mm. now we're in a different level here they haven't ripped the windscreen wipers off he's gotten under the bonnet and just ripped the wires and the car's stopped oh. <laughs> and it's a thing and the guy went oh that's what you'll get if you really wind them up now they know that yeah, stops the car that so they stopped the, the windscreen wipers as a, he put his hand under the bonnet ripped it AA van at the side he said, well, you, can't, you, can't yeah. move, you can't move the car you ripped all the wires out. I was like, fair play. And as I'm going through, don't, don't look at them. Yeah. Don't touch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not think it's <clears throat> mad that you literally can drive through the lions and nothing No, happens? you can't drive through the lions, though, can you? You do drive through the lions. No, you don't. It's just the monkeys. Jack, you drive through the lions. You drive past them and they're on that gate. They're not in a gate, the lions. They're on a kind of, they're on a board thing. They're in the house, though. Oh, they're, but they're they? not, it's just, it's still a road through. They can't be next to you. I've been there and the lion's been in the road before. It must have changed. Must have changed <laughs> we'll, we'll since go. my time. We'll Sofa go. Cinema Club, YouTube, we'll go. We'll Knowles go. and Safari Park. I'm all up for that. If yeah. you go in the lion... Hold on. We'll go in. Hold on. Producer Henry's Hold car. On. Producer Who's Henry's car. Yeah. car. Whose car are we going in? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going in mine. Yeah, see? You're not going in yours. We're not going, going, going in my car. But... The family car. We need yours because you've got you've got back doors. Okay, getting back to the film, when we first see, well, I don't know if it's the first see, but when we have that massive encounter with the T-Rex, yeah, 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 Spielberg wanted to create something that the audience know is happening, yeah, but they don't see, which yeah. that's the famous water in the yeah. cup, right? Jaws. Yeah, he wanted yeah. like, you know, yeah. something... Yeah, a, a build-up suspense moment, yeah. like it's the music and mm. it's the POV, even yeah. it isn't it of yeah. the shark before yeah. you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he gets this idea from the water yeah. ripple effect. Yeah. From he's in his car and he's thinking, how can I create this tension? Yeah. Earthquake. No, he's listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire. What's Do the song? You remember, that's the one. Twenty first of September. That song. He's listening to that in his car, and he's got it turned up quite loud. And the bass is making his mirror jump. Okay. And that's where he gets the idea for they're all in a car and there's vibration somehow. Nice fact. And he thinks, what if it's like a, a cup of water, a drink, or something, and it's moving. So he, he, he says this what to like... What if I have earth, wind and fire in the car <laughs> facing the T-Rex? Could you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine? Just driving around Hollywood and like pulling up at a red light and in the car next to you giving it the... Do you remember? Spielberg. Spielberg going, I've got a great I've idea. Got a great idea for a film. You wait. Stay with me. You wait. In three years' time, you'll, you'll see it. That's good. Yeah. But nobody knew how to create that water ripple yeah. effect. 
So what they ended up coming up with was um, the guy whose job it was, like the, the prop yeah. master, he had a glass of water and he was trying to get that perfect yeah. Yeah. You know, circle ripple yeah. that goes into the middle. And he put a guitar string underneath it so he put like the cup on yeah. top of a guitar and plucked the guitar and that's how it did that effect uh, so underneath the dashboard oh, there's guitar strings that they plucked and played and that's how you get that ripple effect very good so the dinosaurs are well and truly out right now aren't they they're causing havoc one of the cars has been completely destroyed man's got eaten on the toilet brilliant Yes. Great bit. That's the insurance yeah, man. He gets it's the, the lawyer, he, isn't it? The lawyer. He, he gets eaten he on go, the toilet. Big famous bit. He there. goes quickly. Um, Ellie and Grant are completely split up. There is an underlying thing about how Ellie and Grant are quite clearly in love with each other, but Grant doesn't want kids and Ellie wants kids, isn't there? Mm. Yeah. Mm. So they get separated and... He's with the kids. Grant's now with the kids, and Ellie is now with the other expert, isn't he? Yeah. The mathematician, uh, Goldblum. Jeff yeah. Goldblum. Brilliant. Brilliant. And he's like... An in a eight. completely different film. Yeah, completely. Completely. Yeah. He's in Greece. He, yes. <laughs> top yes. off. I got injured. I'm taking my top off. <laughs> yeah. There's that scene where he's just kind of there's, oiled up. Yeah, there's no need. No, there is. There, there is. is. I'm taking my top off. <laughs> it's about dinosaurs. I'm taking my top off. <laughs> I've been bitten by a dinosaur, yeah. but I'm going to survive. But he's in a completely yeah, different yeah. film. Yeah. Everyone else is welcome to Jurassic Park, and he's like, oh, yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, great. Meant well, to be a mathematician. Yeah. <laughs> no clue. Yeah. No clue. Yeah. But he he acts like a celebrity, doesn't he? In the film, yeah. 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 He's like a complete yeah. rock star, almost. Yeah. Like VIP. And that's treatment. a line, isn't it? They say, uh, "I bring experts, you bring a rock star." That's, yeah. 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 So we kind of learn how Grant uses his knowledge, and is he going to be able to survive the night, or however long it takes them to get the power back on? And there's also a, that other story strand where they said at the very start when they see the dinosaurs being born. They're all female. Yeah, so they yeah. So they can't replicate. And then he finds some eggs. Yes. And they've mixed the DNA of the dinosaur with a frog that can change sex. Yeah. So then it yeah. they can replicate and then he's like, Oh shit. There's loads of this, them. there's gonna be loads of them. Game on. Grant is uncomfortable from it straight away, isn't he? Because when Hammond's showing him the thing and it yes, it's amazing in what he's doing, but he was like, Dinosaurs were here, dinosaurs got killed. Then it was man. It was like it, we we we're doing this completely wrong. Like dinosaurs and man cannot live mm. on this planet at the mm. same time. Dinosaurs died for a reason. Like we sh- we shouldn't be bringing them yeah. back. Like it just shouldn't happen. You'd not. You wouldn't have a chance. You wouldn't have a chance. <laughs> Which one would you that? want to take on? The vegetarian. You take on that massive the herbivore. One. The herbivore. Yeah. That massive one who went to the tree. That's with a long. Yeah. You take on that I'm, one. I'm in you? his gang. I'm having. I'm you, having him. You just. You, I'm in the small one. You just no have chance. to hold on. Small, the yeah, raptor. No Forget it. The raptor. But the one for me. Forget the it. The one for me is the fan. The fan neck. Oh, the yeah. one that spits. The spit. I think they're. I think they're bad. Paralyze you. Yeah. Doesn't that ink paralyze yeah. you? Poison in your face. Yeah. That's where his eyes burn. Yeah. Bad. What is your favorite dinosaur? You got to go big, haven't you? You got to go T-Rex. T-Rex. Do you T- think I, I, you can? You have that to do the, for me, it was more about the Velociraptors than it the was raptors the Raptors are special because they're lightning quick, and, and you see nasty. their claws. Yeah, yeah. what he does for quite cleverly. You don't see much them, of the T Rex. Yeah, but you, he gives the Velociraptors slightly human quality, doesn't he? Oh, because at the part they say. They can open doors now. And you're like, yeah. really? <laughs> but he gives them a human quality, whereas the T-Rex is just all and out. Well, they invented a raptor, because raptors up until that point had only ever been found at being about two feet tall. Uh, and he wanted them much bigger. He wanted them bigger than the humans, so they looked more menacing. Yeah. So he said, well, I want them to be about ten foot tall. And I went, yeah, but I mean... I haven't They're found not, any that are that that's not big. True. And he went, fuck it, just do it. I'm Spielberg. Do <laughs> ten-foot-tall raptors. Just before they released they the film, one. they found ten-foot-tall raptors wow. in Utah. And I think they call it a Utah raptor because uh, that's where they found them. One thing good, that that's is very good really good. interesting, off the back of this film, the people who basically went on to then study, like, dinosaurs and stuff at university like the numbers went through the roof yeah of course it would but apparently it was like a dying art like no one was interested in the history of well apart from you well it nearly went extinct obviously it could have have been me it could have been you you could have been Jeff Goldblum 
But then, welcome to Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Made it cool. I'm Colson Smith, and welcome to my grandparents' garden. <laughs> welcome to my museum. Here I've got a spearhead <laughs> and a mosquito, which I think has the blood of a velociraptor that was found in Daventry. <laughs> you know the kids that are in the film? Yeah. So you know the little boy, yeah. Joseph Mazzello, is called. Yeah. He's eight years old in the film. Yeah. He had his ninth birthday. Yeah, get this for like the best ninth birthday. Filming the kitchen scene with the raptors. That's oh, his actual ninth birthday. birthday. Imagine that as like, what was your favourite birthday? Well, it's been it's on the set of Jurassic Park right. doing the kitchen scene it's with been the raptors. All downhill in since the kitchen, yeah. getting chased by raptors. I hit the heights at nine. That was it. But he auditioned for Hook. You know, the um, other Spielberg yeah, film, yeah. Yeah. Peter Pan. And yeah. he auditioned for Peter Pan's son, yeah. Jack, right? Didn't get it because he was too young. Spielberg said, I'll remember you, don't worry. I'll cast you in something. And he said, oh, okay. And his mum and dad were like gutted because yeah. he had only been about six. Yeah, And they gave and him then Jurassic two years what later. what I did think about is, in that time now, I think as an actor you're probably a bit more used to, if you're on those movies going, well, this is what it's going to look like, and they can paint it. I remember my mate doing a CGI film, and he said, yeah, but now the monitors can show you... Yeah, everything. ...the CGI, so you can actually see yourself. But in that time, you're completely and utterly relying on the actor's face. Ben, it was Spielberg off-camera with a megaphone going, raw! <sighs> oh, Literally God. that to the actor's... Do you remember when we did that night shoot and there was a digger that was meant to come close to us and we were all meant to be scared of it? And Keith, our first AD, went, I'm going to be the digger. And it was literally just a person going, chugga, 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 chugga. And it was like a piss, piss take. Piss take. Absolute but you, you, piss take. You, ha- you, you have to react have to, to it. You have to react. What? So that's like digger, Spielberg digger. giving it the raw. Ben, they had pieces of paper we've drawn on dinosaur heads and they went and people are just holding them in the hand and moving them along going dinosaur 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 ah ah so ah when you be thinking this is gonna this bomb. is shine this is gonna bomb but i suppose it's old stevie it's stevie you've got stevie. him with his jurassic he said don't worry out. i had a rubber shark in the last one exactly. that worked the film splits completely into two doesn't it so we've got grant and the kids and then you've got everyone back at base but the dinosaurs are everywhere. You can't keep control of them. They're coming into base, and it's basically, are they going to turn the power back on in enough time? And what happens is the girl kind of lets the cat out of the bag from her brother that she's actually into computers, and she's into mm. coding. Mm. And it's from that moment on, you're like, well, there's only one person who we need to get back to. Get us to. out. We need to get her back to the HQ because she's going to save the day. And they get the power turned on, don't they? Because yeah. we've got the scene with the electric gate mm. um, where we think the kid's dead because he holds on to the electric <laughs> fence as they turn it back on and all that. Power's back on, but what we don't know is where are the dinosaurs? So it's getting back together is like the mm. next most important thing, isn't it? Yeah. Because getting out. People are dying left, right and centre. Get him, together, him get out. Him from Greece can't move, can he? But he, the raptors are loose and no one knows where the fucking T-Rex You're is. You're thinking yeah. to yourself, someone's got to go here. Yeah. Someone's having it now. So alive, we've got two kids, Hammond, Hammond. Grant and Ellie, and we've got um, Samuel L. Samuel L. And we've got the big on, players On left, his own, we? randomly, we've got the gamekeeper, haven't we? Yeah. But he doesn't last very long. Yeah. The T-Rex. Raptor gets him. Raptor gets him. Raptor, because, yeah. Bob Peck. Ah, uh, great line, where he lines up to clever shoot the raptor, <laughs> and he just feels it and he goes, clever. Because Sam Neill says in the beginning, yes. they ambush you from yeah. the side. Yeah. It's a genius, but they're all back together. They're, they're in what is, like, the theme park the hub. The visitor so, centre. Yeah, we, we've, got, we've got everything. Do you notice that visitor centre's not finished? So there's, like, yeah. scaffolding yeah. and everything all yeah. up. Yeah. That's because... To bring the cost down of the film, they didn't finish the sets because they uh, said, well, why are we rushing to finish them? When the park's when not the open. When the park's not open. Let's just half build them, save us some money, and then just say that the park's not completely built yet. Clever. And clever. It, it works Smart. for, it does. It works for yeah, the way you don't out think as well. It's, yeah, no, you don't no, think it's no. weird at all. Because no. when, when they climb through the roof, there's that pit where they go down the scaffolding and then they get on the skeleton of the dinosaur, don't they? And it's almost perfect. Mm. So basically, we've got four people versus two velociraptors, haven't we? You've got no chance. But then the hero 
of the film T-Rex. comes in and saves the day. <laughs> and Spielberg like that. added to that scene. So that famous scene where yeah. the raptors are about to eat yeah. them, the T-Rex yeah. jumps in and throws them up in the air, throws them into the old dinosaur, yeah. doesn't it? And then yeah. the banner comes down yeah. and says, dinosaurs yeah. once ruled the yeah. world. Spielberg added that scene because he saw the success, what they could do with the CGI. He said, I'm going to need a big finish. Get me a big finish of the T-Rex just roaring uh, in the reception, in the yeah. thing, and it, that'll just bring the curtain down. He's very good, isn't he, at kicking you off on the film and then sprinting you to the finish. They're yeah. only in. All the dinosaurs, if you had all the screen time of the dinosaurs, they're only on screen for 15 minutes. Wow. Because of the money. He first started filming it, Spielberg, on static shots of yeah. them running... Yeah. away for the and he went and he was put like insert yeah. dinosaur footage yeah. here and he sent it to the cgi yeah. and they went you need to make the shots fluid and moving because if they are moving yeah. you can't see the join of the uh, dinosaur not touching the floor so uh, he said so you mean i have to keep the uh, shot moving it's better. And they went, no, it's better if you do. It's easier for us. Uh, so he thought he was doing the CGI uh, a favour by keeping it static. It's, and shot, they went, it's it, better for him to do it. better for him as yeah, well. Yeah, so yeah. he went, gold. Gold. Do, 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 do. Ooh, gold. Ooh, and before we get into the Martin <laughs> Kemp situation, let's take a quick break and then we will come back and rate the film. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We're back. Ratings time. Audience pick, Jack, you love this film, so I think it is only right that you set us off. Uh, I went to the cinema to see it. Did you? When it came out. What yeah. year? 93, June the 11th. Big film. Massive film, 914 billion. It took some money. It took some money. <laughs> 30 um, years ago. 30 years ago. Billion. 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 Which billion. makes Spielberg the richest man in well, the world. Jeff Bezos. Funnily enough, do you know how much Spielberg earned from this film? No. Have a guess at how much he oh, earned. Oh, it's either really big or really small. I'll give you a clue. It's the most any one person has ever okay. earned from a film. 150 mil. No, more. Fucking so hell. So he, he had a bit of box office. 250? Exactly. 250 mil. 250 Hello. million. Hello. But, but when it made 914 billion, he's been yeah. short done by That's really, why he's it? renting Polish yeah, yeah, yeah. satellite yeah. thingies for 1.5 million yeah, a week. Cool. Do you think he knew straight away? Do you well, think? The balls of him, fair play. He bought the rights to the book before yeah. it was even published for 1.5 million dollars. Yeah. That's how confident of a man he is. He... Big, big writer, Crichton. Yeah. But the book's not out, Ben. Yeah. 
The yeah. book's not out, and he bought yeah. the rights to make a film. I think there was a bombed. big risk then because CGI, like Jack had said, was not any good. No, and then he really made it something. Yeah, it could have been a really, really, really poor. It could I mean, have it bombed. Could have bombed. You but think- I suppose that's the risk. Is he made two hundred and fifty? Didn't he? But the alternative is you make nothing. You make nothing. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go nine point three. Oh, you're an ass. You're an arse. 9.3. You're an arse. I know exactly why Ben thinks you're an arse. Why? You're an arse. Because I'm going to go 10. Are you? Yeah, right. You're an arse. You're an absolute <laughs> fucking arse. Why? why? And you've gone 10 years. Why? Shit out, you two. Shit out. So you've gone 10? Yeah. You've gone 10? Yeah. I thought it was great. 10? Remember, he's not seen it. I've got to go zero. I mean, I've got to go zero, haven't I? Just to even it back up. Um... I did see it when it came out. I do think his direction is absolutely incredible because it could be just It could be shite. And it is, even watching it with my son, I was like, this is a great, he's a good bloody You believe it. You're like, you genuinely are like, but it's it's straight away you get on board with, oh, right. Because first of all, how you, how do you get dinosaurs? Well, actually, it's a very legitimate way to get dinosaurs, isn't it? It makes complete sense. Yeah. Get we the take, DNA. We take the blood, we make the DNA. But I think that was a real thing. I think what, what gets me is, now, they're still being made. The franchise is still being made. Yes. So you can still go on the rides. Now they have really, really good CGI. Mm. They have all the money they want. They have all the dinosaurs they want. The movies aren't as good. No. So he's making a movie 30 years ago with shit CGI, which is a classic. And yeah. now that latest one, Dominion, which I saw, mm. is not a patch no on this one. No. Nowhere near. None of them are. No. So you just showed- But interestingly, he did The Lost World. He directed uh, that. So he did the follow-up. Uh, Bombed. Because he took them out the park. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. So that's why ever since yeah. then, they've always been back in, back like in a park. park. It's a basically, it's the spaceship and alien, isn't it? Mm. You're trapped on a place you can't escape from. You know, it's why yeah. all those jaws, yeah. you're in the sea, yeah. you can't yeah. get out. It's all doing that. So I think I'll just go, I think I'll go 9, 20, 28.3. 28.3, top of the top of the shop. Top by 0.3. An by audience 3. pick. No one saw that No coming. one saw Not that. Not even them. Just think it could have been Napoleon Dynamite. It's a good film. Wouldn't have got got 28.3. 28 was strong. Massive. Goes audience vote straight to the top. That might be one of the most popular audience choice films I've ever had. Well, oh no, because wasn't Wolf of Wall Street an audience choice? 28.3, strong. It's up there for audience choice. It's a big rating. Yeah. Speaking of big ratings, it's my turn to pick next week. But before we find out what I have picked for you next week... Jack, you had your first ever live version of it at the weekend. I did, and I we when we had the uh, Sofa Cinema Club on tour, the live show, <laughs> you asked me out the blue to come up with a hidden gem live on stage. Yeah, you should always have one in your pocket. I've always got a would you rather, just there, a top five, just there. We went, gem, we need a gem, Jack. <laughs> we need a gem. And you came out with... So I came out with Encanto. And it's not Encanto, is it? So the film. Someone I'm in the of. audience went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." The Disney musical, and I was like, "Surely he's not what's he picking here." I went Encanto. I went. There's this Korean horror film on Netflix <laughs> called, called Encanto. And then I, went, I don't want to be shitty here, Disney Jack. Film. And we're watching you. <laughs> That's not right. And I went, "No, sorry, it's not Encanto. It's called Incantation." Okay, so it's a Korean horror film. On Netflix. Netflix. Brand new. It's a horror film about a little girl gets possessed. It's like an exorcist. Classic story. Mum wants kid to get better. Kid isn't getting better. Kid's getting worse. Devil's spreading. Other people are dying. It's scary. It's jumpy. Very good acting. Very good acting. The mum's very good. The mum's very good. Because actually... You don't really see anything. Well, don't give the game away. No, but, but a lot of it is. But they'll know that from the film. It's that kind of film. It's a bit like a Blair Witch, yeah, isn't it? Yep, yep, yep. Very yeah. good. Yeah, watch so, it. That's the gem. Incantation. Next week, my third pick of the series. 
It's going to be shit because you're laying it up. Well, so so far I've had Shrek 2 and Begin Again. Shite. I don't know if you will be on board with this or if you will instantly be dismissive of it, but you will definitely know what it is. This is the filling to the shite sandwich. No. Next week we are watching Talagada Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. That's... Will Ferrell, NASCAR. Yeah, Will Ferrell. I think you I... said that wrong. What did you say? Talagate? Talagada Nights. What do you think it is? I can't I have to see what it's spelled like, but I thought it was like Tala... Talagada. Yeah, Talagada. It is Talagada. It is Talagada. Yeah. It's a hard word to say. Yeah, but they must say it a lot in the film. <laughs> yeah, I've not seen it for a while, have I? <laughs> have you seen it? Yeah. Is it about racing cars? NASCAR? Yeah, NASCAR. It's good. He did a he did a few of these with ice skating. Yeah, ice skating. Uh the thingy singing one. Yeah. This is the best one. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Have you not seen I it? I haven't seen it. Have you seen no, it? I haven't seen it. I think you'll like it. <laughs> okay. Talagada Nights, the ballad of Ricky Bobby. Okay. <laughs> Producer Henry likes it. <laughs> That's two marks. <laughs> he says he's never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> If you like listening to Sofa Cinema Club, which hopefully you do if you are listening to us now, what you need to check out is our Patreon. On our Patreon is where we put out loads of bonus content. Mm, We put out ad-free episodes of Sofa Cinema Club. And each month you get a extra episode of Sofa Cinema Club that you only get if you're on Patreon. There's quite a few on there now, isn't there as well? Loads. That it's, it's worth Tons getting on. Tons of content. And actually, there were some people, Patreons in the audience. There yeah, were, there were. Patreons in the audience. And the best thing about yeah. being on Patreon is that you get a shout-out on the podcast. Yeah. Because and actually, you furnish us with what your thoughts on the films, maybe a couple of reviews. If you want to point we anything out to We listen to them us, people more, yeah, don't we? Exactly. Exactly. It's <laughs> a Patreon. Shh, shh. Turn the telly down. There's a Patreon on. <laughs> if you're on Patreon, you get a job in our film studio slash production company. And last week, Ben left us on a cliff edge with the fact he was going to give someone a job in the Wild West. So, Ben, you did can I? give the first job. Oh, what yeah, did I say? Did. Did you I went, say? I'm going to give them a job in Wild West. And it's a big in. It's what a big you in. say. It's <laughs> 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 it's that, wasn't it stunt person? No, I, horse wrangler. No, no, that's, that's, what, no, that's, horse what that's what I am. Jack had horse wrangler. We've had, uh, and you went, well, if we're going on the Wild West theme, I've got a job. Everyone's been waiting for a week to find out what this job is. <laughs> I didn't realise. But it's got to be on a Wild West film, hasn't it? Can't be just in the Wild West. Can't be like Tin Pan. Goldsmith. Well, well, gold digger. <laughs> whilst gold, you, yeah, gold whilst digger. Whilst you wait, okay, go think, on. I will start. I know the one. I know the name. You're not. I know the name. <laughs> know you're not picking. Yeah. Um, so big job, big job. We're going back into our costume department, which is getting bigger. And head of jackets oh, goes shite. to Helen shite. Harrington. <laughs> The best What's one. that? Head of jackets. Jacket. Jacket. No, there's jackets. No, I, I don't know. Yeah. That's not shite. That's good. I said Helen. keep warm coats. No, head of jackets. Yeah, Helen, head yeah of keep warm. Come no, on. Helen, ignore them. You're head of jackets. I'm going to go Claire Johnson, blacksmith. <laughs> blacksmith? <laughs> At the, the Wild West. At the film set. <laughs> yeah, but we're on a Wild West. We need the horses, don't we? We met Claire Johnson at the weekend. Was she at the the live show? Yeah, I think she did suggest a hidden gem to you as well, didn't she? So that might come up later on. Yes, she did. Okay, next one. It's Natalia Zelenovic. That's really? it, isn't yeah. it? Natalia Zelenovic. Who, Great Jack? name. We also met at the weekend. Oh, did we? Yep. Thank well, you. Well, she is a backdrop painter. We've had that. Have we? We've had that. Scenic artist. I did scenic artist. But she's she's only doing the, oh, the okay. sunrises and sunsets. <laughs> so you know when you know when the cowboy goes off at the end and that last shot of the sun sunrise, she's painted that <laughs> the yellow brick road that goes <laughs> yeah. off into the distance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. So you keep completely keeping it on Wild West there, aren't you? I like that. For I this like week. Like, off you go, Cole. For this week. Lindsay Waktar. Yeah. Lindsay Waktar, you have the job in the Wild West. On the Wild West film. On the Wild yeah. West film of... Undertaker. <laughs> Head of Stetsons. 
boots, head of boots. You need a lot of spurs. spurs. Head of spurs. Head of spurs. Head of spurs is good. Let's give it that. <laughs> Works very closely with the blacksmith. <laughs> if you want a little bit of Patreon action, it is really easy to do so. Go on over to www.patreon.com forward slash Sofa Cinema Club. And in next week's episode, if you sign up, you will get given a job in our film studio cinema, <laughs> Wild <laughs> West. It's brilliant, isn't it? We managed to really pull that out there. We're dragging it out. We're dragging it out. Um, join us on Patreon. That's what you've got to do. As always, thank you very much for listening to Sofa Cinema Club. We are back on Monday for Sofa Cinema Club Extraterrestrial. And we're back on Thursday for the classic that is Talagada Nights, the ballad of Ricky Bobby. It's going to be an awesome episode full of NASCAR adventures. <laughs> Until then, good night, God bless. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.